Welcome to the One Shot Audio Experience Podcast, a show dedicated to enriching the lives of young basketball players by exposing them to the many possibilities basketball has to offer on and off the court. I'm your host, Andrew Roberti, aka Coach Drew. I'm a basketball performance specialist and the founder and owner of One Shot Basketball Academy. I want to personally thank you for joining me. If you love this podcast, don't be shy. Tell a friend, tell two friends, tell three friends, however many friends you have, tell them all. We are trying to reach as many young lives as possible. We are hoping this podcast changes the trajectory of one person's life. If we can do that, we'll have done our jobs. Enjoy the show. Now let's rock out. Hard work, dedication, a lot of patience, one opportunity, so go ahead and take it. Never back down, keep grinding, we gon' make it. What's up, One Shot fam? Welcome back to the show. Today we have a very special, very fun episode laid out for you today. I'm kicking it with my boys from way back in the day. I'm talking the high school, middle school, high school days with my guys, Brian, B-Dirt, Hurt. And EA labeled three peat. That's what they were labeled back in the day. I was part of that gang. And we're just gonna, you know, talk it talk a little basketball, chop it up, reminisce on the good old times where we used to hoop back in 2005, 2006, 2007, 2008, all those times where we used to go out to Bamford Park, which is a local park over here in Fort Lauderdale. And we used to spend spend countless hours there from sun up to sundown playing basketball, going going out to eat as a group with you know not only this three peak gang, but we had a whole army of kids that we used to hang out with back in the day and would show up at these parks and, and just play all day, every day. And it was fun. But these are two of my good friends that you know, we just grew up together. We we played on the same high school basketball team, Western High School represent. And we're just going to kick it, man. We're just going to kick it, have some fun, have some laughs. It's a good old time reminiscing about the high school days. So kick your feet up and enjoy the episode. Fellas, Brian, EA, what it do? How many, how many times did... Uh, did uh... Coach Dad or Coach Drew's pops kill you guys? How many? How many times? <laughs> you want to talk about triple threat and Bamford and Bamford legends? Bamford legends. If your dad pulled up, you better hope Joe was there that out because your dad was torching somebody, man. Bro, your dad, your dad was. I remember he was, he was like back me down and just do like a fadeaway. I'm like I can't touch that, man. <laughs> I can't touch that fundamental. He was man. running the courts. He was Mr. Hustle, right? You yeah, know, like, he, he was Mr. Yeah, he was honestly. I, I Mr. always had to guard him because he was that hustle player, so I had to stay with the hustle super player. Hustle. Right? And the thing was too was Fighting for a rebound, he man. was fast for his age, yeah, yeah. man. He had an amazing really first step. Like <laughs> I can't remember how many times in your driveway, especially trying like, <laughs> trying to guard him, and he blows past me. Just you two rips right past you. Like yeah. no hope, you know. He's yeah. just torching you. You know, it's <laughs> crazy. Yeah, he was. We would always obviously play one-on-one back in the day. Yeah, we used to have our battles until pretty much I turned like 12 or 13. And then, uh, you know, it was just, I was too quick for him. It, obviously, he would still go down in the paint and post me up because I was smaller than him. But, you know, shooting over top, a little bit quicker than him now. 
he was getting older but you know he used to run with the he used to run with the boys he would always ask me always ask me he's like you know can i come to your practice today you know like you know he would always want to come <laughs> your dad out was very involved he would, he would, yeah he would always want to come out he would always you know um come out to bamford and and play with the mm. play with the boys and you know, he was basically like one of us. You know, just Heck yeah, a, man. <laughs> just a, just an older version. Shout out, Mr. Roberti. Shout out Shout the out. OG. Shout out the OG. The, those were the days. Yeah, I mean, I called him my. He was like our golden, my golden retriever, because he was always retrieving my basketballs when I was outside shooting and you know getting my shots up and all that kind man, of I stuff. I guess you got a good hoop at your house, man. Yeah. Yeah, man. You definitely, you definitely had that uh, that trainer, that personal trainer right there. Yeah, had, had, sure. had golden retriever, so to speak. For sure. What you guys don't know about Brian is he's also the mini hoop legend. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, you got that mini give hoop it up, Give it up. Mini hoop up in his house. Still, bro, still have that same very mini hoop. I ain't gonna lie, bro. I ain't never seen someone. I never seen someone have the touch on a mini hoop. <laughs> okay, so so back the to back to my stuff. original point. I'm all, all I'm, I'm all about buckets. That's it. Don't matter what the hoop is. No matter if it's a garbage can, it's buckets. You're getting buckets. <laughs> That's all I'm here to give you. Yo, he was going <laughs> between the legs two times in the air and then dunking that thing on the mini hoop, bro. I'm dishing out buckets <laughs> on any hoop. It don't matter. B had the jelly before it was famous, yo. He was like Definitely. the layup the lay king. Be- before there was jelly and all that and these, these names for these layups, you know, I was literally... The person that Coach Ty would yell at. Yeah, pretty much. Put the ball on the bank board because I was trying to do all these, all these different elite layups, you know, thinking they were cool and still two points, you know, yeah, saying yeah. two points, you know. Well, what was it saying? Put it on the glass or dunk it? Yeah, put it on the glass or dunk it. It's pretty good right there. Yep. I remember that, man. Yep, what, so. are, uh, what are some, what are some <laughs> memorable Coach Todd, Coach Roger, or travel ball Don't be moments? <laughs> You want uh, moments, moments, oh. memories. Anything, okay, let's anything let's got. talk about the peak. Let's talk about the peak of Eric's uh, career, actually, because this peak is probably the most. The, there's two moments that are definitely embedded in me with both of you. It's one individually, and it's yours. Obviously, it's the injury, my brother. Mm-hmm. You know, because as I said before, I only played for the first two years of my high school career. Eric played all four up in senior year, and he was amazing senior. Year. He brought our team all the way to district finals. He brought our Wildcats to the district finals. And you know it was it was a, a war. You know we were going against Cyprus, of course. And we got our first win against Cyprus that year, didn't that we? That year in our house. It was in our house. We got our first win. Coach Roger went crazy. That the guy went nuts. Crazy whole stadium, like yeah, of course, stormed of the course, court, of course, and everything like Western Cyprus rivalry. Yeah. Crazy, crazy. Yeah, that was our that was our first win. You know, and that same year, you know, Eric, like I said, Eric had as I believe, I think he was top in the in the county and free throw percentage. Like he yeah. was. He was very yeah. precise. Like I said, he I was. Made, I made the All Stars too, and the only reason I got injured and then Kevin, Kevin took my uh, my yes. spot in the All Star. And we went and supported our Shout man K Bell. Okay, so Shout there's out. there's two honorary mentions with the three P gang. Obviously, the three P is gonna be Eric and Brandon and myself. But then we have the Birdman, who was mm-hmm. you know the head honcho, the senior on it's like board. The big brother, man. <laughs> exactly the 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 brother bear. And then we had K Bell, who was you know. The fourth peak. The the steak three, night. Three P plus Kevin, you know. Steak night delights, baby. Oh, that was the guy. <laughs> shout but, out the you know, shout to, out K Bell's parents, mom. <laughs> oh, mom. Yo, mama K Bell, mama Bell. But you know, Eric, he, he literally brought our Wildcats to the district finals, and the game literally is two minutes left in the game, and it's a war. It's a fucking war. Pardon my <laughs> language, but 
I am so engaged in this game. I'm sitting next to his sister and stuff. I'm like six rows up, and this is at this is at Cypress Bay's gym, you know. And my boy's going at it. And I, I don't. I can't even. I can't even tell if he was hearing me or not. But I was screaming at him for like the last five minutes. I'm just like, because they. He was automatic at the free throw line, yeah, yeah. and they were hacking him. He, the second he'd go off triple threat, he'd rip straight to the rim, double triple, th- tri- double triple team, real quick. Yeah, Once yeah. he would elevate to the rim, they were everybody was jumping. Yeah. So he was in line all night, you know. And it was a neck and neck game. So the second he would make two free throws, it would half time we were taking the lead again, you know. Right. So I'm, I'm telling you, I remember just screaming, "Get to the rim! Get to the rim! Get fouled! Get fouled!" Literally, it's like 53-52, like a minute 58 left. We have the ball. My boys, of course, still attacking, still drilling these guys. And three of them jump with them, and they hack this guy. They hack my I boy. Got body, he got bodied, dog. He got bodied, okay? My man took, he took off from maybe a step inside the free throw line. You know, yeah. he was riding right towards the rim on the right side of the key. He was attacking. Strong, of course. He, and he's not a small guy. He's 6'1", two, yeah. 200 at that point, maybe yeah, 180. Sure. Moving, you know, a lot of momentum. Three people jump with him, two in front of him. And I'm telling you, one person was behind him. And Cypress had the, the super long baselines. Yeah. I'm talking 15 feet before you hit a wall. Yeah. Versus our customary right, home right, court right, where right. we had five foot before you hit a wall. Right. So the guy from the back collides with him. Eric goes flying out of bounds. And he's not flying to his feet because there's two people in front of him. So it's a dog pile. And he falls and literally snaps his forearm. Or was it your... Yeah, it was, my, it was like, like, like a little above my wrist. was basically my, like, my forearm. Your yeah. forearm, literally. And we're talking, we're in district finals, right? Yeah. This is We're talking the same season where we beat Cypress for the first time. Now we're playing them in district finals. And this is my brother, my brother right here. Yeah. Taking us to the, to the championship, you know, in the championship. And this man... One minute left. Literally, oh. literally. He's given his body on the line for this game and for this team, you know. And they take this man out. You know what I'm saying? Take this man out, literally, yeah. like assassinate him, yeah. so to speak. You yeah. know, they literally hack this guy to the point to where they, they break his arm. Yeah. You know, and there was nothing more to do in that. We literally lost the game. Like, it was, like I said, every every two points he would get would give us the lead again. Right. So once he went out, the last, literally, we didn't score a point after that. Yeah. Literally. Yeah, that, shit was, that shit was crazy. And that was the man. district finals game, you know, and that was literally, my man brought us all, like, we're talking a, a Western Wildcat team, as Coach Drew was talking earlier, a very unathletic team. You know, we were, uh, Eric's probably one of the more bigger people on the team. Yeah. And we're, and we're, he's in, we're in district finals, you know. I, I say we because that's my brother, that's my team still, but I didn't play that season. Yeah. I'm on the team. But I'm there every minute, and this guy literally is killing the district, you know. Yeah. And he brought our team all the way to the district finals, and like I said, they had to literally oh, damn near assassinate him yeah. for us not to, for him not to win district champions, you know. And that, that's a point to his progression, you know, because we're talking plantain, this guy that came in, you know, freshman, sophomore, as, a, as an afterthought, as an addition, because what we needed is a necessity versus, you know, first pick, yeah. found, found his way in the league and then, you know, literally developed into the, the and, district threat. And, and that's what I would say, because, like, my senior year, I, I was, you know, I'm not too much... Not to my own horn, but I was definitely really good. You know, like I, 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 I could, like, like I said, I was never like dribbling your face, but no, I but could get my butt. And that, that was the mine, thing. You, know? you were very precise and, de- and you were very deceptive, and you know, you definitely didn't make ill-advised moves. You were very decisive. Mm-hmm. You were yeah. very, very methodical, and that's why you relied on your triple threat and you had a reliable shot. So yeah, there was no. You had high percentage shots. I know you were definitely a very efficient player. Right. And, and it's you know? funny because like. I came in freshman year and I couldn't even do a left hand layup, dog. I swear on my life, no, I could not no, do a talking. left-handed left foot layup <laughs> to save my life. But, nope. but, but by the time nope. I got to senior year, don't even ask I, to do the left hand inside but, reverse. But by the time I got to, you know, but I literally because like, I feel like most of my freshman year was literally just layup lines, just trying to get my yeah, layup lines because yeah. like I was a right hand dominant, you know, kind of person, and it was 
Even it's your form, even your shot, which was still good that freshman year, was on the left side of your face. Yeah, and I, you would pull the ball up yeah, from your right hip crazy. over your left yeah. side of your face and release. And it's just so that alone was you know not normal. So you literally it's just crazy year. how you know from freshman year to senior year, my game basically totally changed. You know, my fundamentals grew exponentially, and it's just why. You know, I'm sorry. Why do you think of that? I mean, a big part of that is definitely playing with the other people, and exactly. and, um, I agree. and and I probably agree. playing with the older people, and and playing honestly, like I, like we talked about earlier, uh, like you know, pick up basketball, and then, outdoor basketball, okay. and, and that's those, those go hand in hand though, because anytime we play pick confidence. up, was, was with the older people. Yeah, playing with older people, building confidence, just better people, just trying, going out there, trying, just seeing what works for you. Everyone has different games. Everyone has different strengths. You know, some people are quicker. Some people just. Like me, you know, just a little more methodical and a little, you know, more precise. But, you know, everyone's just got to find their own style, find their own, you know, personality on the court. And that's because, like you said about yourself, be, being creative on the court, it's like play style is a personality, you know? Yeah, it sure. really is. And, like, you yeah. probably see it firsthand as, you know, as, a, as an actual coach, you know, you know, it's that, that confidence, that personality. It's that. As we spoke about, you know, Craig, you know, it was, it was his play style that was his personality. He yeah. was that dynamic player. It wasn't the fact that he was, you know, a 20 and 10 player. Yeah. It was his, you know, unrelentless, undeniable ability. It was his play style that made him that player. Yeah. You know, and that's, that's what you have to find on those, on those open runs. Yeah. Right. You know? Right. Now let's, let's talk about my. Okay, this, one, this one's going to be a little less intense, but this one, honestly, um, this one is. is a memory I'll keep with me forever because I love basketball and I'll, I'll, I'll forever love this move from you. Um, you and I actually played on, the first time we played together was Indian Ridge. I played sixth grade and he was the, on the eighth grade team. Okay. And um, I remember we were, I don't remember the team, but it was a home game and Andrew was going baseline, right? He was, in eighth grade, it was him and Mike Pyers. Like Mike Pyers, they both had the wetters, like both of them were <laughs> the shooters on the team, you know, they were, they were the head honchos. They were the eighth graders, they were the, you know, the big man on campus. And Birdman had the handles. He was very skilled. You know, he, the dribbles were good. Your, your dribbles were tight. I remember you were attacking baseline and you get tripped up. And he, you fall flat on your chest, like literally fall out flat on your chest. And you're, you're on the baseline. We're talking like a defender on your left hip. You're right, you're dribbling right hand on the baseline. Baseline is to your right. Defender's like riding you out of bounds. You fall flat on your chest and you keep the dribble alive, like literally. And we retain possession. You get up off the ground, you fall flat to your chest, like parallel with the ground. You're laying horizontally, still dribbling, still keeping the ball alive. Defenders <laughs> haggling you, and you still stand up, maintain and get back up, kick the ball out, and maintain possession, you know? And I was just like, from that day, I was like, damn, this kid's skilled. You know, this kid <laughs> definitely has some skill, man. Like, dang, I don't even remember that. That's crazy, Dude, I'm man. telling you, that, that'll be embedded in me because that moment I was like, I, get, I have respect for you, of course, from the tryouts, from everything, that, the games. But right then I was like, it was those details. Like you were saying about watching older people, like yeah. it don't matter what the skill level is. You'll always find something that you'll be be wowed with, and right. you'll want to even think, "Oh, I can do something like that." Right. You know, like I remember from that point on, it was always embedded in me. Like, no matter what happens, try to keep the dribble alive. Right, right. You know, like that alone, I was like, "Okay, never give up the dribble." Yeah. I seen you do it. Yeah. I seen other, I seen other level of players do it. So I was like, "Okay, you can do that." Like, you're yeah. not, you don't have to turn the ball over when sh when things go bad. You know, you can keep the dribble alive. Right, right. So you'll find those details in people, no matter what the game is. That's crazy, man. Yeah, man. I'm telling you that. For me, that was. That was story from him so many times. Really? <laughs> I'm telling you, that's that's, that's that like bragging rights for me. Like I witnessed this. I'm telling you, that was like jaw dropping. That's like I'm me, like, like witnessing this kid Chad play back in the day. Like you guys never saw uh, from Western, right? Chad, Chad Western, yeah. yeah. I've only ever seen Chad Battleary. Yeah, yeah, Chad. Oh, yeah, man. Chad. This was like he was like white chocolate. Literally, kid had some crazy, insane. 
not only handles but like his passing abilities. Like I remember going to Coach Todd having like a meeting with him. It was my freshman going into sophomore year, going into you know into the summer, and Coach Todd sits me down. He's like, you know, what are some of your goals? Like, you know, if you get on varsity, I was like, I just want to be as good as Chad. You know, like this kid, like seriously, <laughs> yeah, like he was just that mm-hmm. good. Like, like Dude, I want to just... be able to pass as good as him. Like, I'm t- I'm telling you, like he would look over here and. There would be like a guy you're not even paying attention or looking at, way over there, like one of his teammates, and it'd just be like this beautiful no look pass, like butter. not even yeah butter, like not butter. even you're not even thinking about that guy, and he he doesn't even look remotely wide open, but Chad found a way to kind of get him to where he needs to be and puts him in the spot with a like a dude. Nice you want to bring up Chad? I remember because he was a he was two grades above you, was he? Um, or one? No, I think he was. No, I think he was three years. Three, three years, years, yeah. Because when John was playing JV with Western, he played ninth and tenth. My brother, yeah. shout out John B. You know Yay. my my personal golden retriever, John Dirt. Yeah, the legend. But um, the legend. He he played JV. Yeah. Ninth and tenth grade. So he was same grade as you. So Chad was on that team, and John would go to all the practice, all the games, and you guys obviously JV watches the varsity games. Right. Chad was a legend. Yeah. I knew of Chad and yeah. literally I would I would go to some of these games and practice just to watch Chad play. Yeah. Like when I was in eighth grade. I remember seventh and eighth grade specifically going to watch Chad play. Yeah. Just because John would talk about this guy. Right. And you know, I'm telling you, Chad was disgusting. Yeah. Bro. Disgusting. Chad Chad was that that kid back in the day, I'm telling you. And he wasn't I'm, I don't know if he was the fastest, but he was he was almost unstoppable. You know, you his, his, he played at his pace, almost like a Darren Williams. You know, his yeah. game reminded me a lot of Darren Williams. Yeah, and Coach Todd gave him, like, the green light. So you, you, you would see this kid. I mean, he was popping him from the, the volleyball line, you know, like, with confidence. Yeah. like Pulling up. Pulling up. If nobody was stopping him. I mean, like you're saying, he played with a great pace, and then he also had a great ability to find the open guy on the floor. He was definitely a, a threat with the, the passing ability. Yeah. His vision was unmatched. I mean, yeah, he was he was dropping easy, like, 20 points a game. Like, easy. And, and plenty of times he was getting more than that. I mean, it was it was just kind of yeah. too easy he was, how he was scoring, really. I mean, that's why, I, like, when Coach Todd sat me down, I was like, I just want to be as good as him. You know what I'm saying? Like, this kid was good. But um, last thing I want to touch on, just – you know, any Coach Todd stories? You know, yeah, Coach, Coach Todd. <laughs> oh Some God. coaching Coach, stories. Some Coach Todd stories. I mean, you know, I mean, where did he get the time where he kicked Dre out of practice? <laughs> Dre, though, no, man, Dre. Or, or, I too, mean, many, too many Todd say, stories. That guy is I'll, endless. I, mean, with I, was the kicked out. I was actually kicked out my senior year. I mean, I was, but Coach Todd. <laughs> I was. I think I remember were, that. Were you being yeah, I was. Todd I got was. fed up with you and Because I know Todd, he was. He was just so. You were talking back or something. Yeah, it was. He was just so structured, but he 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 he. I mean, I feel like he coached us like college, like college kids. Yeah, for sure. I mean, when and I he, went to FGCU, I was like, "Yo, these kids. I mean, they don't know anything like, yeah, like what I've learned." Like, like he was a legit, <laughs> yeah, like that, really, like, he, yeah. Princeton offense, but he definitely coached us. I feel like, like yeah, college we ran kids. we ran college offenses, and I feel like that's it was great in in, in a lot of aspects, but sometimes it was it wasn't so good because it was so rigid that it would. It wouldn't confine give, us. It, yeah, it would, yeah, it would. You know, it cage you in. Allow, yeah, yeah, didn't allow yeah, us to was, play. Like our I said, it was very, it styles. was very dictating. Yeah. You know, so that it was a very structured setting. Exactly. So when shit hit the fan in the game, if the play didn't go well, people like they closed up. They they yeah. they didn't know what to do. They didn't right. know what to do. But but um. But yeah, man. I honestly, I didn't have too many times with Coach Todd. He was just man. He was just. 
Uh, Coach Todd. Not so. every, yeah, not everybody enjoyed, I guess, playing in his system. You yeah. know, his structure. Well, it was it was just you know, and he was very like from experience. It wasn't for everybody because yeah. not a lot of people found purpose in it because it was a very structured system. People right. at that level, people wanted to you know play free and play fun, and he was a very very controlled offense. You know, he, yeah. especially defense too. He was a very accountable coach, right. and he was very tough too. So he didn't play around. Yeah, and a lot of people they were in high school. They're not taking the game as serious as some maybe. Obviously, our team was a pretty competitive team yeah. for the you know for the athleticism we had or whatever you want to comment on. But you know, Ty was definitely very very hard on us, and yeah. we were not the you know, slouch in the group. You know, we were definitely a competitive team. Yeah. So. No, he, he coaches hard, man. You know, it was, I think no. I think you know. I don't think it's fair to say people didn't like to play for him. I think people preferred to play basketball differently because right. he he was a coach. He had to, he had to wear that bad cop bag, right, you know. Right, because right. as you attest to, you go to college and you're well, you're more advanced than the college kids now. You're playing right. stuff they don't even know about. You're right. So you and can't. That was eye opening. You know, like like you know, these kids. I feel like I know like a whole lot more than these kids. Like, yo, why why are you shooting that shot? Like, that's terrible. Like, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Like, yeah. That's a bad shot when you got two guys <laughs> draped all over you. Like, I, can, I can't imagine how many times you went to the line because someone did a cross court pass. Yeah. Every time you did a cross court pass, get on the line. Yes. <laughs> he he was huge on on fundamentals like that. Or like any kind of fundamental lollipop passes, yeah. cross court passes. Mm-hmm. He would. You know, he would drill the mistakes into you so you wouldn't make them. You know, he right. was very, he was very, not critical, but constructive, right. I, I guess is the fair phrase. You know, he was very hands-on. And as Eric said, second there was a cross-court pass, you're on the line. Yeah. You know, and as I said about Eric's layups, you know, we were all warm-ups, you guys know, was the layup drills. Yeah. We would start with the layup drills. And it was right hand outside, left hand outside, right hand inside, left hand inside, right hand reverse, left hand reverse. And the second any of those would be missed... We were on the line. Yeah, yeah. Whether it was one player or three of them, we missed three in a row. We're running. Yeah. You know, so details like that, you know, you definitely highlight the necessity of fundamentals and structure. You know. Yeah. So it, it may not have been for everybody at that mindset. You know, because right. at that point, people were trying to grow still. Right. Yeah, you know, you know your kids, and it's like, you know, I guess, you know, maybe for me, because like my dad was like that, so I didn't always take offense to it, because like my dad was very structured. Exactly. But like I know, like, like a lot of people just didn't like that type of you know i guess man coming well down on them you know like right. you know like a like a like an authority figure or you know whatever because you know a lot of kids you know at that high school age you know it's like it's basketball is a fun sport that you want right. to do you know and then sometimes when you when it's that rigid it takes the fun out of it you right, know right, right. and um yeah kids aren't used to it you mm-hmm. know yeah. like but i think i think toddy was a was a great coach you know no yeah. i think you I, got, know. I got a lot of love and respect for todd you know coach todd obviously i didn't play varsity through him but i, I played in his program two years yeah. and i had him as a teacher even in school as an academic teacher so you know i've built a relationship with him he's definitely a very respectable and admirable sure. dude you know coach no, he would he would he was heavy on my case when i was in the program he would always rip me showtime yeah this isn't a playground you know he would yeah. always because as they said the sauce you know was my he my perception, me, he but me pretty boy or something like that. He was calling me pretty boy. I used to have like the faux hog back in the yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. You'd have the gel hair at practice, man. Yeah. You'd come to practice at eight a.m. with gel in your hair <laughs> to sweat it out oh. with some puka shells. He's like puka boy. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of stories, man, I remember I was late. I was like my senior year. I was like five minutes late to practice one day, and it was a it was a tournament that we were gonna play in. I think in a week, like the like the championship tournament. And we're playing against Archbishop, and the man benched me for the beginning of the game because I was late to practice. Like that's how strict he was. Like he didn't play because I was the captain. I was this and that. I was supposed to be there first, and I was like five minutes late. 
And nope, you can't start this game. They were about to play. Like, stay on the sidelines, you know? Like, and it was a artificial yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll never forget it, man. He's yeah. like, he's like, you ain't starting. Just sit down there, and I'll call you in a little bit. <laughs> yep. I remember, uh, it was Coach Todd Austin Katz, you know, started over me just because, like, I was five minutes late because that's how structured he had to be, you know? And it's, um, but yeah, man. A lot of memories with the Todd, man. Yeah, yeah man. a lot of memories with Todd. Coach. His son, his son, honestly, was a, was a very skilled player. Pat yeah. Todd? Yeah, he could shoot Pat Todd ball. was very good. That man could fly that thing, dude. Yeah, yeah. He, he that guy it. had a knockdown shot, no matter if it was a three or a free throw or what. Yeah. That kid was releasing the ball, it was going in. I always remember... Coach Todd be like, you know, if any team wants to play us in horse, you know, we got the man. So, well, that's the thing, too. You were talking about memories with Todd, that guy. So, he played in his day. You know, he was yeah. a player coach. So, he was very hands-on. He yeah. would he would show you triple threat. And he would show you what he wanted with the, with the chin. He'd always show get you with down the low offense. in the post and be like. Yeah. Coach, Coach Todd could give you buckets. <laughs> and I remember playing. The pump fakes, bro. The pump fakes like Dude, yeah. I remember playing two ball with him and playing playing horse and stuff. And he would beat us in a lot of shooting yeah. games. He still has the shot, I'm sure, to this day. Oh, for sure. That thing runs in his family. His son's <laughs> got the shot. He's got the shot. For sure. You know, that guy um, can shoot the ball. Nah, yeah, man. But he was, a, he was a good coach, man. A little strict at times. And I feel like, you know, sometimes it did hinder some people, you know. Right. But, um. But he was man, a lot like but, a Don Nelson, but, but if you will. I guess it'd be. I guess it's. It's better than just being, you know, a slouch who didn't right. care, you know, someone who was just so unorganized, you know? Right. And I was saying it earlier is like you you don't really notice it when you're, you know, when you're in that situation, when you're a kid. Um, but when you get older and you're like, all right, you see the system that he's running and, you know, how it really fits the team. You start getting a better understanding of why he's coaching like he's coaching. And you build an appreciation you for build it an versus, appreciation for you know, it. Uh, a disconnect from it. Because like I was saying, it's not, it may not be for everybody at that mindset, but the second you grow and, you know, you see the bigger picture, you realize the purpose behind it. You right. know, serve the purpose, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, as a kid, you don't know nothing, man. You know, no, you're in no. high school, you know exactly. nothing. Exactly, that's, that's you think you're I'm, the cool I'm, kid. I'm 26 now, and I, I feel like I still don't know nothing. You yeah. know, even though I know a lot, but, you know, it's just that like, as a kid, you just don't appreciate the foresight and you know the, yeah. the that they sure. have you take know, all the, that you can in from those people the people know, that are hard on you those people that are very they're grown you know, men critique. you know so he's been around the bucket coach Todd was a solid player back in his day you know because he yeah. he had some records at what yeah. was that school he played at I mean I don't even uh, know. we played at Stoneman Douglas didn't he I, I I, yeah I think it was because we played them one year and he got really upset that we lost to them because we could have beat them but something something's happened late in the game that we lost by a couple but I remember. I remember he played for them, and he was a, like he had records for like most like like maybe most assists or most like uh, points or something like that. But I remember he had some good stats, and he was a solid player because yeah. he'd tell you like I remember he would say like he got so comfortable with some of his players he'd do like off the backboard passes, you know, in certain plays. Wow. Because like in certain plays that he teach us like oh this is an option if you have a good enough guy that you can throw off the backboard too. You know? right. like, Damn, you really did that? He's like, hell yeah, I did that. He's like, I'm going to tell you if I didn't do it. I was like, oh, shit, okay. All right, Coach Todd. All right, man. Yeah, we ran, shoot, I don't even know how many plays we had back in the day. Man, I, I feel like, probably like, I don't know. I think 50, I still have 60, a playbook. Yeah, 50 or 60 <laughs> plays. Like, a solid you know, 10. We were, we, were definitely, we were definitely running a plethora of plays during the game, obviously coming back to chin, but... You know, they were all variations of the chin. Yeah, we variation. ran it. We had a, like I said, a, a small ball of Princeton offense, like a four guard offense. Right. You know? Princeton, Princeton offense. If you don't know what it is, it's just like you want constant movement. Um, four ball handlers. Yeah. If you don't, uh, there's no, there's still no shot clock in basketball. So like we were, 
in an offense sometimes for like two minutes. Yeah, you know, just, just trying to just trying those, to. those the Princeton offense was is an offense based off continuity. Yeah. Like we said, constant motion. So you could run the same set. Yeah. In and out for a good two minutes. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that was our thing. Is like, all right, run we're not as athletic as these guys. Let's just run them out of the gym as far wait as wait like, for the opening. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> that, wait for the, the cut will be open in about 30, re- 30 what reps. What was that? What was that? <laughs> we can get to that. <laughs> They don't rip us off. What was that play that we used that they put zone on us? What was it called T or something like that? Oh man! Because like I remember we because because sometimes we we'd run those offenses and the defense would get so tired that they just go into three two you know <laughs> yeah. two three zone yeah they would zone and, us out and I remember we would just go we and we'd have, literally be running figure eights through the zone practically yeah. basically you know? it was like a T you know some guy at the elbow some guy at the yeah. low block two on the wings and one at the top. You know, pass the ball to the, the you know the top of the key or Collab- top, of, top of the, the zone. you know top where the the free throw line was. And you kick opposite side. You know, rotate. So I remember it was it was a solid play, man. But he, you know, he I, like you said, he did he did what he could for for the players he had. You right. know, no, I love it. I love it. Well, guys, any last words? Any last words? We're gonna well, close this up. Well, it's uh, been fun. Uh, I'll, I'll say, I'll say last little bit, I guess it's from a personal standpoint, is that we were at your house one day, and, uh, <laughs> and after, memory. After, yeah. after playing some basketball, you know, chilling, it was a couple, it was like me, Brian, you, Brandon was out there. Real, real quick, Kevin real quick, Bell, so your okay. sister. let me interject, let me interject real quick, because <laughs> there has to be this background knowledge before the story. So Coach Drew also was a... Mediocre barber at one point. He He would give us the free lineup. So he was cutting heads out of his driveway at one point. So Eric, continue. And and yeah, so he was cutting hair. And I think you cut. I think after after basketball, he's like, oh, so we started getting haircuts. I know he cut my hair. And then you went to uh, horrible sideburns. I know one side was hella good. I remember that. (laughs) But uh, but no, because we went to practice somehow. You know. But yeah, and then we had, and then Kevin Bell was there. And that was my fault. That and was not my no, fault. No, hey, and I, 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 okay, it's on record. Story. And Kevin, if you hear this, I'm sorry. I think it was my fault because what happened was that he, in the he was in he was in the chair, you know, getting ready. And I think what I did is, I, if I remember correctly, I grabbed the the the, the, the clippers and I did something to them. Maybe I I took the the you took the head off. I took the head off, the or I did something. And then next thing you know, your sister comes by and like grabs the clippers and then starts. Like going after his hair, but she like she was trying to be fun and you know cute and trying yeah. to cut Kevin's hair and be and playful, she, you know. And like, really, oh, it's funny because Kevin had like long, <laughs> like long longer hair, but it was Wrong. Like, it, but it was like like straight long hair, so like it almost looked like froish in a time, you know yeah. what I mean? Like yeah, it and, and she like out. went to the top of his head and took a chunk right out of his head <laughs> to the baldness. <laughs> And Wrong. then I don't know whose idea it was, but then we gave him a mohawk. <laughs> and then and then I don't know whose idea he had, he had a mohawk. And then we went to practice the next day. Coach and, flipped. And coach was infurious, like because like coach flipped. We, we had a tournament that week, and then yeah. next thing you know. Instead of the mohawk, we he made him go bald. Yeah, buzzed the <laughs> so whole thing. So this case, like a sophomore bald, buzzed you know? the whole thing. And he, and Kevin, and Kevin was okay. Kevin was a, a Frankenstein. And and he was tall. He was, Six five, you know, size eighteen shoe. Yeah. This kid was not normal. He was a he was a freak of nature. He was and he huge. had a bald head, so like maybe I think shaved the, his head. The other team thought something was wrong with him or something. <laughs> and Kevin was an awkward man, you know. But he had the hook shot, you know. He had that swagger back in the day, you know, his swagger, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but man, I'll never forget that. You know, we went. You know, we uh, we shaved we, Kevin's by, by way of force of coach 
Appreciate at your gym, man. Oh, that was a great your, memory. At, yeah, at man. your driveway, bro. Yeah. yeah Never man. forget that, man. But I always thought that was one of the funniest things, man. <laughs> that but, was a good. That like, was a good time. You know, growing up with you, because like you said, man, you're like the big brother to us. You know, me, when me and Brian and Brandon met in freshman year, you know, you had the car you guys before were, us. You, you guys know? were juniors at that time, or were you guys yeah, was juniors? Juniors, juniors our freshman year. We hang, we hung out with you guys a lot. My freshman and sophomore year, we hung out with you a lot. Yeah. You know, you whole crew with you know, I forgot all the names. You know, Nikki, you know, Tori, and all them. You know, oh, that yeah. whole Nikki crew. Lopez, Tori, Shelly, we had John, Shelly, you know, Weigel. Uh, Shahab always had like the Shahab. like Shahab always had the parties at his house, yeah, yeah. you know, because his parents were really cool and and uh, I just remember it was just you know good times. My friend, honestly, my freshman and sophomore year was my best, like it's my most fun outside of basketball, like because you know because you guys were just you know I, people I idolized as a kid, you know, you know you and David, honestly, I guess I put you guys on a pedestal, man, because mm-hmm. you, know, you guys are like the leaders, man. The, the OGs, you know, you know the ones paving the way for me, you know. So I always thought that story was funny, but man, that was a little little tidbit at the end there. Right? <laughs> yeah. I love I loved chilling with you guys, bro. Yeah, to be man. honest, I mean those those were some fun times. I mean, always going over, you know, to Brian's place, um, mm-hmm. chilling at his crib. Whether I was playing basketball at Bamford, whether I was you know chilling with. Kyle Hughes and, and Sean Hughes mm-hmm. and you know going to get Wendy's or whatever we were doing you know going to grab food after that man that was always those yeah. were always some fun fun times because they lived right next to Brandon we'd, memories, we'd always man. hang out with, yeah. K- K- with Kyle K Huge and Esther K- Huge Tamor <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> you know oh don't get me started on Tamor uh, yo <laughs> I seen who was um, Tamor T- I seen Tamor get crossed up by uh, by Bianca uh, not Bianca um What's her name? By her brother who played for Syracuse. Oh, uh, Brandon Reese. Brandon Reese. I was there when Brandon Reese crossed up. Brandon Reese uh, was another bucket too. Don't get it twisted. But uh, but no, he she crossed up to more, made him fall, and I'll never forget that day at Banford, man. Got Brandon Reese was a bucket. He was. Oh man, good times, fellas. It was it was fun catching up, reminiscing with my three P boys. Absolutely, fellas. Absolutely, pleasure. Always a pleasure, bro. Always fan. Love you too. Love you too. Wildcat family for life. Wildcats. All right, guys. Well, thanks again for tuning in to another episode of One Shot Audio Experience. We'll catch you next time. It's Coach Drew signing off with the boys. Three P. Yo. Hold up, hold up, hold up. Before you leave, head over to the iTunes podcast app and go ahead and give us a five-star rating. Write a nice review for us. We really appreciate that. We're trying to get this podcast in the ears of as many people as possible. Thanks for checking us out. We'll see you next time. One shot, one shot to make it. Hard work, dedication, a lot of patience. One opportunity, so go ahead and take it. Never back down, keep grinding, we gon' make it. Uh, One shot, one shot to make it. Hard work, dedication, a lot of patience. One opportunity, don't never ever waste it. One shot academy, boy, you can't break us. Duh.